This is the Jay Che Show, brought to you by Karate Beyond. Discipline, focus, confidence. KarateBeyond.com. Let's begin. Good, yeah. You know, everyone's, everyone's got a face. Everyone's got some sort of persona that they have to push for whatever right. reason, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm in, I'm in a fortunate position. I'm, I'm, I own my own business. I'm not a part right. of a corporation. I'm not be, behooving to anyone except for, for my clients. Totally. So I talk about whatever I want. Yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> you say whatever you want. It's, it's quite all right. I appreciate and, and the that. listeners of, of this show, um, appreciate nice. that. Uh, I agree. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Hey, episode 42 of the Jay Che Show. Welcome, Jason Ellis of Good Time. Thank you. Welcome, brother. Thank you for coming. (laughs) Thanks. Yeah. Uh, So, Good Time is in Dixieland. Mm -hmm. It is a takeout food joint uh, that offers healthy but delicious options along with um, southern staples. Yeah, a few comfort will, favorites, right? right? And it's in uh, specifically where DeLucas was uh, and further back, Fat Maggie's, Crane's Crossing. Mm-hmm. I mean, that spot went through, gosh, how many iterations of businesses trying yeah, to do something absolutely. and making it work, and now you guys are in there. <laughs> We're batter up, man. I know, right? <laughs> I always make fun, not make fun, but I'm always like... Um, you know, it, when you're probably you're probably similar in when you see other businesses similar to yours or mm-hmm. whatever, you're probably like, oh, what are they doing? And mm. I'm I've always made that joke about like, um, I don't know, like <clears throat> how many like in the restaurant business or bar business or whatever it is. I'm sure it, it's not just that business, but um, I always make the joke about like, well, I know there was a taco place here. But like my taco place is gonna just do it, and it's just like, and I've always like made that joke even in that spot. Like, well, I've watched three people fail, but my place is it's gonna and then be now different. Look, you know, it's like <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna just do eating it right. my. I know I'm just eating my. I'm sure I'm setting myself up to eat my own words or the hubris of my own joke or whatever it is. I just, uh, yeah. But yeah. we. Yeah, I remember, so when we were looking for space to open Cobb and Penn, Fat Maggie's was there. Yeah. Because Cobb and Penn, for us, we turned three next month, but was over a five-year process, really, mm. total. Yeah. Um, looking you guys for went space through a lot and, to make that yeah. thing work. And, yeah. <clears throat> you know, and it's looking, beautiful. I mean, beautiful we couldn't design. have asked for, I can't tell you, we looked at two or three other spaces, and it's like to have landed on the Tudor house space with Grant and Gregory and those guys that are doing that. It's just like, yeah, we couldn't, uh, it couldn't have been more, we couldn't have been more fortunate really. Um, so, but sorry. Yeah. I remember fat Maggie's being there. They served good food too. It was, it was really good. Yeah. It was really good. Um, so we, yeah, just kind of were in there, watched them. And then, you know, we kind of opened Cobb and Penn and then it was like, Oh no, they're, they're not there. And then it was the next place and the next place. And, right. You know, I, then the jokes start, you know, and then I'm less like, and then someone's like, you guys want that space? And I'm like, Oh yeah, I've got the idea, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, 
let's okay. do this again in like six months and see. Yeah, if let's see. Like, no, well, we're you'll all be, you'll be interviewing um, <laughs> the new guy. Yeah, that yeah. Takes over you'll be new, interviewing the new meatball, <laughs> right. like meatball place or oh, something like that. No, hopefully that won't <laughs> that won't be the case. You guys are off to an excellent start. Yeah, it's right? been it's been really good. Um, first couple weeks were super busy, which you expect on your you know, soft opening, grand opening, that kind of stuff. Um, leveled a little bit, which you also expect, yep. but I, but not to the point where anyone's kind of going like, what the heck? Two yeah. weeks were, you know, now where is it, you know? Mm-hmm. And then the overall, um, for me, what I'm taking away or what we're taking away as the most positive is the overall response seems to be positive. I mean, I'm sure there are some, I'm sure there we've made some mistakes or whatever, yeah. but, but I, you know, we have yet to kind of really been, you know, railed for anything yet. It seems the over overwhelming response has been, we're glad you're here. Let's, you know, let's do this kind of thing. Well, people so, are already saying fantastic. how much they like the food Yeah, there. So, I mean, you're, <clears throat> you, you guys are, are setting a good pace. I appreciate that. Yeah. 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 Uh, t- tell us about where you're from and how mm-hmm. you're, how you're in the culinary world as you are now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, really? It, well, I was born in California. Um, my dad's a NASA guy. Um, mm. He's been with them since he was 19. Um, pretty he's like ma- an engineer? Yeah, guy? electrical engineer. Whoa. Um, in fact, his first job was on Apollo 11. Whoa. Yeah, it's crazy. He's, he's a ni- 19 years dude. old. He's, yeah, he's... A genius. I mean, a true <laughs> rocket scientist. Right. Um, yeah. There's this actually makes me think of this like f- really funny story. Um, he, I, I also live part time in Athens, Georgia. I have a bar and restaurant up there. I have nice. for like, seven or eight years. Yeah. Um, and I'd been there for about 20 years until we were doing Cobb and Pin, and I bounced back and forth a little bit because I'm a glutton for punishment somehow. Um, but <clears throat> uh, he's an Auburn grad. And, uh, they were playing Georgia and I was like, come up, let's go to the game. Like, let's, you know, let's have a great time or whatever. And so we did that. And my dad is kind of one of those, um, he wants, he's like the best, like Walmart greeter kind of floor manager. Like he, like like in the restaurant in Athens, he's walking around shaking hands, like he talking knows, to everybody. He, knows everybody, he right? wants to know everybody Got and it. just talk and talk to people that are in his son's cool. place and yeah. stuff like that. And so it's great. Um, I did one time, ha- I was like, you have to stop like grabbing the broom and sweeping. We have people that do that. Like, <laughs> we'll just, we'll get it done. Like that kind of stuff is pretty great. Yeah. So he's super um, supportive. Yeah, he's great. That's awesome. And he just wants to kind of, I, I do think he's still, he's, uh, mid seventies and still works at NASA. Wow. Um, I mean, he's doing his own sort of consulting stuff for them now, but, um, it's crazy. So I think he'll work until he can't do it anymore. I wonder, I'd love to pick his brain and, and, uh, ask, uh, what he thinks about like Elon Musk and yeah. SpaceX mm-hmm. and, you know, he's, all that stuff. I mean, truly passionate just about, uh, I think exploration and advance and things like that. So I've yeah. never heard him, I mean, I think he's like, all of this is great for all of this is, or can be great for all of us. Yes. Like if we just work together and yes. do these kinds of things. That's right. Um, and so, but we're in the, in the bar at night and, um, he's not a drinker. 
Um, and I don't really, you know, if I'm with them or around them, I'm not going to do anything crazy either. So sure. we're just kind of wandering around having a good time. And he's talking to, he has this bomber jacket, embroidered NASA bomber jacket, probably cool. one of, I, I'm just going to say like 50 made, I, maybe not, maybe more than that, but I don't think so. Yeah. A rare find. Very rare item. find that yeah, was given yeah. to him for service for however long or whatever. Yeah. Um, and he's walking around with it, shaking hands, talking, and he's talking to this one guy that like gets it and is nerding out with him on these things. Yeah. And then this other drunk guy just like leans in. I guess he's just so tired of everything. Just leans in. And it's just like, what are you a fucking rocket scientist? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the irony and like the lat, like my dad's just like, well, actually like, <laughs> It's probably just like a shining moment. For, <laughs> what was the guy's reaction? I just, I don't even know if he had the wherewithal to like know what was happening. He was just Clearly. slammed. He was yeah. totally And drunk. I think his yeah. friend was just like, oh my gosh, like what just happened? <laughs> and it was, I mean, it was pretty funny. Yeah. But uh, anyway. Your, your dad happens to be that guy. Yeah, he is yes, that Yes, as a guy. matter of fact, yeah. I'm a rocket yes, scientist. Yes, I am. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, he's, so Born in California because there used to be a branch at an Air Force base out there. Um, bounced back and forth between there and Cape Canaveral a couple times by third or fourth grade. I was growing up. I grew up mostly Space Coast mm. area. Um, <clears throat> moved to Athens after college um, where I lived my college years out without homework and assignments and things like that. I got through with college very uh, innocent and uh, you know, yeah. well, be, well behaved. And then, um, and then you went to, and Athens. then I went to Athens and then had <laughs> and then no, home, no homework, no responsibilities. And Athens, I I've my never college been, years I've there. never been to Athens, uh, but I hear it's a fun town. It's really awesome. Like what a 40 watt club mm -hmm. and REM. Absolutely. Right. Lots yep. of bands, lots Absolutely. of cool bands that yep. came out of there. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it, it's one of those places that it gets its hooks into you and you like, I still drive back and forth once a month, twice a month for a week or so at a time, like seven hours. And honestly, like I've had, t I've been doing it for three years now and I've had maybe two miserable trips. Mm. Other than that, it's nice. I'm happy when I get there. I'm happy when I get here. Yeah. Um, so it really is kind of one of those places that you just, if you go and, and it, and it's your kind of place, like it'll, right. it'll get you. Got it. Um, so as far as falling in, as far as, well, getting into the food scene, it really was sort of a falling, you know, falling into it. Um, I do know as a kid, I always loved food and cooking. Mm -hmm. um, my mom tells these stories about um, <clears throat> she would do a day with us where we would cook. I have an older sister, a couple years older than me. Uh, and my sister would be like, whatever is in a can that I can open up. 30 minutes before we need to eat and it can be reheated and we can eat it. That's what she cooked. So it was like, yeah, uh, casseroles and boiling bag, you know, boiled yeah. rice and right. cans of soup poured on top and whatever it was. Yeah. Um, and then my mom's story is that for me would have to be planned out like a month in advance. Cause it would be a day. Like we're going to the store, we're mashing potatoes, we're sh you know, we're shelling peas. It uh -huh. wasn't just like nothing in a can. We're like hand cutting and frying chicken and like, it, was, it was you wanted it planned it out. It was a production. Right. Yeah. Got and it. she couldn't just like have her normal day and then know that we're gonna 
spend an hour cooking food that night. It was an all day affair. She oh, and so I, cool. which I think she loved it. And yeah. I mean, I, I still remember it. I look back fondly on it. Right. Um, so I always loved it, but, um, ended up after college in Athens, Georgia, kind of like figuring out what I was going to do. Thought I was going to do grad school. Um, I realized if I didn't want to do the work it took to get into grad school, I probably wasn't going to want to do the work mm. in grad school. So I quickly kind of started looking around for what else, um, took odd jobs. Um, anything better came along. I took it, but I worked and tried to pay my way. Mm. Um, and then, um, and then, um, <clears throat> and then just, uh, fell kind of into the bar business a little bit. Uh-huh. I started from the bottom, cleaning up after everybody. Bar back, yeah. Yep, bar back, watching the door, door guys at clubs, um, things like that. Um, and eventually, you know, it, each kind of one of those jobs would lead to, then I would be bartending, then they would ask me to manage, you know what I mean? Like, and I ran a place for a few years and I kind of kept running from, the, from that job. Mm. It was like, I don't know. I don't like bossing people around. I don't like, you know, this is hard for me. I'm, you know, to tell people what to do. How do I get onto this person? How do I, you know, you weren't trying to be a manager, right? Exactly. Um, but every job sort of turned into a management position or an offer. Mm -hmm. Um, and for a while I kind of even said no to that. And that's when I went to, I was like, I'm going to say no. I'm I only want to bartend. And then I got a job in a pizza place doing like pastas and sandwiches and salads and pizzas and learning to prep. And that's where, um, a couple mentors of mine, um, really got me excited about food. Yeah. Um, and, um, food and then Athens music scene way into music ended up kind of starting my own tour managing business, which for a guy that doesn't like to tell people what to do, wasn't really <laughs> the, you know, but yeah. I, Honestly, I think that's where that turned for me Mm. um, is I had to learn to take charge and be in charge of the band that I was on the road with, plus handling, you know, club management for settlements and merchandise money and all of those kinds of things. What was the band? Um, So I started off just with some local, uh, these guys called Modern Skirts that I really like. and they were just friends of mine. And I started off like, Hey, let me do this, mm. you know? And it led to, you know, I just kind of made connections and led up the bigger bands I dealt with. Um, I dealt with, uh, <clears throat> and probably where I learned the most, um, I dealt with a band that you probably remember from the nineties cracker. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, I they had like two singles on the yeah, radio. Low was a, a huge yeah. one. Um, I'm trying to think. I can't remember there's, the other yeah, one, but I remember like they, yeah. they were they were out they were it's, in the top forty mm-hmm. right for a bit. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Teen Angst, I think, might mm-hmm. be the other real mm-hmm. big one. But they're honestly they're kind of one of those bands that if you go and I would tell this to my friends when I was traveling with them, I would be like, they'd be like, oh yeah, this, and I was like, you need to come to this show because you're going to hear ten more songs and you're going to be like, I did not realize that they wrote that song or uh, that was their song or right. whatever. Um, and David Lowry is the singer is the main component there. Um, David Lowry and Johnny, but David is kind of oversees the business stuff and he's one of the smartest next to my dad, smartest individuals I've been around. Um, Mm. tough, super tough. Yeah. Um, 
you know, no nonsense business, but also kind of took me under his wing and taught me a ton about, you know, how to settle, how to be tough, how to stick up for, you know, these guys, if you're on the road and stage isn't right, or this isn't going well or whatever. Um, and so I think, so yeah, that, and then they were also part of this band previous called Camper Van Beethoven that a lot of, um, indie, yeah, I was going to say like an indie rock mm-hmm. scene. Yeah, um, yeah, a lot of like a lot of the more prominent indie bands from like the '90s and 2000s referenced them a ton in like starting that like really kind of being influential in some of that mm-hmm. movement starting. Yeah. Um, so they were big, and then I did kind of this indie band called Jukebox the Ghost. That mm-hmm. I think is still doing a bunch of stuff, um, and. <clears throat> So I, yeah, I went from kind of doing it as a hobby to doing it about nine months out of the year. Mm. Um, and I think I just, um, and then I started getting a couple of offers to come back to the rest bar restaurant world. Hey, come back. We need you. We need somebody to run this kitchen. Mm. Uh, I'll give you some ownership or some sweat equity or whatever yeah. that would be. Um, and I kind of was just at the age. I think if I'd have started the touring thing about five years previous, I would have been a little more. I would have stuck with it, I think a little longer. Right. Um, and I mean, how old were you then? I was probably, early, I was early third. I was early thirties. Okay. Yeah. So, so yeah, you're a man. Yeah. yeah. Right. And, right. and to have a, the grind, a, a right. touring grind just right. wasn't. Yeah. And it was less about in. the gr- touring grind and more about the stability in between. Yeah. Just because I was like, I had built something. I think if I'd have put a few more years into it, I would have probably been, a career out of it. Mm-hmm. I really do think that. Um, but the in between grind when you're not sure if you've got a tour in three, you know, if you really make it, you're either on retainer or you've just always got a tour. Right. And I was close. I was touring nine months out of the year, but there were times when I was home for a month or two months and I didn't have something two months Lined later. Yeah, yeah. So I'm hustling at the house. And then I think the part that really got me was, a 32, 30, 30 year old guy begging a 19 year old dishwasher for his shifts at work. So I could just like keep going. Yeah. Cause I was like, well, I've got money cause you come back with a lot of money, but it's like, but I wasn't one of those guys. It's like, well, I got money for three months. Who cares? I was like, I only have money for three months. Yeah. Yeah. What am I going to do? Yeah. Um, so I think it was, yeah, more about that grind in between kind of like what's next how do I build this and how do I work Got in it. between times? So I was like, I would pick up shifts all around town until one per one manager would be like, I'll just put you on the schedule f- for whatever. And I'd be like, yeah, cool. Indefinitely. Yeah. Right. Uh, so, <laughs> so what brought you to Lakeland? Um, cause you're, you're going from, yeah. from, from California to Cape Canaveral mm-hmm. to, to Athens mm-hmm. and here's Lakeland. Yeah. Um, so Richard Scherfe, a dear friend of mine, um, we met in college. Um, we're friends in college peripherally, um, but after college, he moved up to Athens and crashed with me, and we became really, really good friends. Mm. Um, and he's a Lakelander from Lakeland. Um, and, in fact, I remember when we were in college together and out of college and in Athens trying to do music together, coming and playing at Lillian's, um, and staying at his house and, you know, kind of being around, Mm -hmm. um, some of the, some of what was going on. Um, and he just said, you know, we had always had this dream of, 
doing something together. Yeah. And we worked in bars together. Um, we both managed uh, bars for the same owner. They had two places, and he managed one, I managed the other. Um, and then he eventually moved to Orlando with another college friend of ours that had started a beer bar, uh, Red Light, Red Light, that's top rated, mm. one of the top probably – five beer bars in the world almost every year. Wow. Um, yeah, they're, I mean, my facts may be a little skewed, but they're, they're up there every year. Right. Um, they're doing it right. And they are, they stick their guns as far as craft beer and their brewing and their brews are amazing. Mm. Um, and so he moved to help my buddy had started it, but was kind of like, how do I grow this? Where do I get? And Richard was very good at those kinds of things. Like, Hey, maybe you should start taking credit cards. Like he was just like, you know what I mean? There were just (laughs) like sensible things. Right. There's some things like that. Yeah. Um, and so kind of pushing the envelope a little bit for that, but it helped them grow a ton. Um, and so he said, you got to come to Orlando, you got to help. Let's do, let's do something together. Let's do this. And then I think right around that time he started saying, you know, we should check out Lakeland, you know, Mm. There's places like Fat Maggie's. There's, you know what I mean? There's yeah. these places. There's Fresco's was, you know, really going. And a few of these other places, he was like, Lakeland wants this culture. Like, mm-hmm. wants, like, a food scene, a music yeah. scene. Like, wants these things to happen. Lakeland doesn't want Lakelanders going to Tampa and Orlando every weekend. They want them to stay here. Mm-hmm. So how can we, you know, start doing that? Um, and so he really pushed me. And it took a few years because... I left when I left Florida for Athens was kind of like, I'm done. I want to come visit my parents and I've had enough of Florida. Yeah. And then, um, so a couple of years of poking and prodding and me coming to visit and hang out. And I started to see what he was talking about. Oh yeah. Yeah. This place is cool. Oh, I see it. I get that. You know, there's this young professional group that's not leaving anymore. They're staying, they're starting, you know, all businesses. Business. Yeah. 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 Um, and, so yeah, he just convinced me, um, and we uh, we figured it out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so okay, all right. So 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 now we're here at good time and mm-hmm. uh, downstairs. Uh, prior to recording uh, the audio portion, you had me uh, uh, have uh, some samplings of mm-hmm. your your breakfast items. You got a Power Bowl, which is uh, the health quote unquote the healthy option, right? Um, mm-hmm. Yet. When people think of healthy options, they think of a uh, kind of bland, right. kind of bland food. This was right. not. It was not bland at all. It was quite flavorful and delicious. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you had uh, your um, your breakfast sandwich, which is the fried chicken mm-hmm. uh, in the biscuit. That was excellent. <coughs> I really <laughs> enjoyed you. that. Um, tell us what else is going to come on the horizon mm-hmm. for you guys besides your staple items, totally. of course. Yeah. Um, I have to just credit, um, Matt flowers and Amber Davis. They are hugely instrumental in all the menu choices. Um, they're basically running the show for us because we couldn't do that in Cobb pen and I have a place in Georgia and things like that. So yeah. we've kind of learned a ton over the last few years about, you know, building a team and having a great team and releasing, responsibilities, um, Mm -hmm. and, you know, trusting, you know, that people are going to pull through for you and work together to make this place great. Um, and so they have been, they actually cooked at Cobb and Pen for a while and then just couldn't, they were commuting from Sebring and I think a few other, you know, things were going on and yeah, they were like, this is great. We love it, but we just can't make it work. Uh And I said, I, I get it. If I could pay you 
like at Cobb and Penn, if I could make it work or I could pay you enough to figure it out, I would do it because y'all are worth it. But Mm -hmm. also I, we can't, you know? Um, but I said, love to keep in touch. Let's do something again. I just kind of had this feeling that I wanted to do something again. And so we've always kind of kept in touch and said, Hey, we're, what are you doing now? Yeah. You know? Um, so, um, but I just want to make sure that they're, you know, properly credited for menu awesome. direction and creation. Um, a lot of, they put up with me cause I'm a, like, what about this? What about that? We should make <laughs> this, you know? Yeah. And, and they, they're great. They go, they go for it. They're great chefs and you know, they're great chefs with a lot of pride, but without the ego of, well, we're going to do my dishes or that's it, or that's not a good, you know what I mean? Those kinds right. of things are they're always, collaborators. There's yeah. huge collaborators. They're great. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, so we, we kind of saw a need for, you know, we saw kind of on social media and things like that, people really loving those kind of, uh, the fresh kitchen concepts, um, bolets, things like that. Um, we couldn't with the good time space, we couldn't do that sort of walk down the line and, and build kind of your thing. Mm -hmm. Um, so we said, well, let's do a curated menu that is comfortable for Lakeland, but Mm -hmm. also pushes kind of for these things that we feel like people are clamoring for. Um, and even when we started Cobb and Penn, we were very specific about like, Hey, I want a couple of vegetarian items. I want a vegan item, these kinds of things, but I don't want it to be salad. Uh, Yeah. Give me one second. Oh, you're good. Oh, is it downstairs? Is he, is he outside right now? Yes. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm going to put on pause yeah, for a second. Totally Sorry, good. guys. No, you're good. Oh. Um. Oh, yeah, we're back. Okay. Sorry about that. Um, a tow truck just came to pick up a car. <laughs> oh, you know, a normal. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so uh, what were we talking about again? Um, I know we were what's on the horizon for good time. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think, yeah. We wanted to offer kind of that curated that had the comfort right. parts of Lakeland, but also kind of pushed, um, sort of better and healthier eating. Yeah. Um, I think too, just something that's people are more and more particular about diet, yeah. which I think is good. Um, whether it's, you know, gluten, dairy, vegan, vegetarian, mm-hmm. you know, whatever those things are. And we wanted to, we wanted to put out a menu that really had something for, that has options for everyone yeah. and not just like, well, you can get that sandwich without the bread mm. or, you know, mm. you're vegetarian, eat a salad. You know what I mean? Right. Like, and nobody wants to hear that yeah. or go through that. So we, you know, we're still figuring a lot of that stuff out. Um, yeah. and you know, where we, where we can still change also sourcing quality, like, as far as like gluten-free breads, gluten-free wraps, things like that. I, we haven't from a, from a distributor yet, we haven't been able to source anything that to us is any good. Mm. So that's the other thing too, is I don't just want to give them something. Well, here it is. It's gluten-free, but it doesn't taste good or, you know what I mean? Whatever. I mean, it sounds Uh, like a, and maybe some cross collaboration with the, the local mm -hmm. bread makers in town. Absolutely. And and then the coffee purveyors, of course. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've been in cahoots with Concord for a long time. Um, and, um, we, yeah, they, we want to work with them more, whether it's how do we, you know, 
how do, how do you order something from good time when you're getting your coffee? So far people like the concept of, Oh, I order, I go get my coffee. When I come back, it's ready. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but you know, it may, we may be able to hit more people with, you know, I'm getting my latte, but can I get a egg and cheese biscuit over here or whatever it is? Yeah, so, yeah. um, yeah, kind of working with them on those things. Uh, great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I know, um, honeycomb. I've talked to them a couple times. They work with someone that provides gluten-free mm-hmm. bread. So I'm working on sort of getting options on in that realm yeah. um, and stuff like that. So, I mean, we'd be all ears about, Oh, Hey, this, this, product is great this company is great like, can we talk about that one thing downstairs oh, yeah. that we, that we mentioned coming happy hours coming? yes yeah. yeah 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 um originally wanted to hit out the gate with monday through friday breakfast and lunch and a really awesome friday happy hour um proved to be a little more work than we thought so we said let's not hit out the gate with that. Let's worry about breakfast and lunch. Um, so hopefully in the next three to four weeks, um, we'll be introducing a happy hour. Um, and the focus will be, uh, like an oyster happy hour. Yes. Um, so I am most excited (laughs) about that. Um, we do have a beer and wine license so we can do beer and wine, um, raw oysters, probably some baked oysters. Um, Maybe a shrimp cocktail, a good lobster roll, shrimp roll, um, maybe like a couple po' boys or, you know, something mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. Five or six simple happy hour-ish items um, because I think, especially with this weather, it's going to get to where people really want to be outside. And yeah. we have the little patio that we're almost done sort of sprucing up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, there's the Concord Breezeway yeah. uh, and places like that. So um, we do... <clears throat> um, we do look forward to kind of being able to push that and kind of like a Friday four to seven, kind of make it your happy hour spot. Um, and really, um, introduce hopefully some like different and quality sort of oysters and other sort of fresh kind of products out there to, to people. Um, just another sort of hole we feel like, and I'm not by any means saying nobody does oysters or people don't do oysters well or whatever, but, um, I was part of a fine dining restaurant in Athens and we really focused on that. And so I've had, you know, oysters from all around. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm here in a place that I think is sort of associated with, you know, the ocean and the water and seafood and things like that. And I, I do feel like we're missing out on some really awesome quality, uh, really awesome tasting things. And even I think people that go, I don't really like oysters. Sometimes I go, you know what? I didn't either until I had some from, you know, you know, from the Northwest or I had some from cold waters in the Northeast. Mm -hmm. You know, I, Mm -hmm. you know, if you grow, grew up on Apalachicolas or Gulf oysters, you may not, those may not be what you like. Right. You know, I mean, and that, and that is a very particular audience, Mm -hmm. right? People that like raw, Right, for you know, sure. Me included. I, I love, Absolutely. you know, raw seafoods. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely love oysters. Definitely mm-hmm. love, you know, if I if I go to a sushi joint, you know, the rolls are great. The right. rolls are great and all, mm-hmm. but I want quality sashimi. I'm yeah. I'm in the same boat, and I I went. I'm I'm one of the audience members that, oh gosh, probably maybe more like seven years ago, you wouldn't get me to do any of that stuff. Mm. Um, and I'm kind of a believer in. Like, you don't like it? Try it twice. You don't like it? Try it six times. My man, I, I've tried yeah. it. I, you know, yeah. avocado for me, something I've never liked. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I've probably tried it 200, I've probably tried it hundreds of times now mm-hmm. and I'm finally getting to where I'm like, you acquired okay, it. I'm yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Yeah, I like I it like that. this. I like it here. Yeah. It really adds here, you know? Um, yeah. I mean, I'm of, I'm of the notion that, you know, uh, you took the words right out of my mouth. Try, I like to try anything twice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I, yeah, I'm kind of like, well, I didn't like it last time, but we'll do it again. You know, yeah. like, yeah. you know, one bite's not going to kill me, right? you know, or right. hurt me. Yeah. Um, and so I just, I, I try things either until I'm like, okay, I'm, I know I'm good. Yeah. Or yeah. I go, you know what? That wasn't that bad. <laughs> you know, like I got you know, whatever. A, I got a story for you. So I was in Korea, uh, years ago, uh, visiting family and well, one of my uncles, took us to a, a, a Korean um, barbecue mm-hmm. restaurant. They bring out all these side items. I don't know if you're familiar with Korean cuisine, but they bring out all these sides, these small sides, and one of them looked like cubed, looked like cubed radish or cubed beets. Okay. Right? A little tiny thing. And I ask, what's that? Because I've never seen it before. Mm. And he's like, try it take it pop it in my mouth it was to me on that first try it was disgusting yeah, i was yeah. like oh i can't oh, i reached for the <laughs> shot you glass <laughs> you know yeah. had to had to chase it yeah and i was like okay i'm 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 okay with that yeah fast forward two years later go back to uh the same place yeah here it was again uh-huh i was like i want to give that another shot yeah tried it loved it really delicious it was a uh raw liver uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, at least I think that was what it was mm-hmm. described to me. Yeah. It was the most delicious thing yeah. I've ever had. I was mm-hmm. like, oh my God, I, why did I not? What happened right. two years ago <clears throat> to what happened now Absolutely. as to where I, now I really like it? It's crazy. Yeah. Well, we all, you know, we're all changing constantly, mm-hmm. whether it's internally, ex- you know what I mean? Internally, what is it like the, that, that, that the thing where, you know, your taste buds change every seven I years think, or yeah, something like that? Yeah, that's what they say, right? right? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I hit the seven-year mark, uh, you know, a year right. after that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, maybe that's when I started trying avocado, and then now it's been seven years, and mm-hmm. <laughs> now I like it or something. Can you have avocado straight with nothing on it? Because I can't get, do that. I'm yet. getting there, but it's not my... like. F- it's mostly texture for me on avocado. Yeah, because it's mush. Yeah. And yeah. so it either needs to be, I either mash it really well to where yeah. it's like a paste or like a spread. Right. And that I'm okay with. Yeah. If there are chunks, I'm not a huge fan. But if they're like firm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, You're okay <laughs> I'm with much it. better. Right. Um, but yeah, it's, I'm still not like, yeah, friends of mine will cut one up, sprinkle a little salt, a little olive oil on it, eat it with a spoon. That's hmm. definitely not where I'm Yeah, going. I'm not there I'm not yet on that one. Uh, yeah. I've, I've learned a trick. Uh, so you take the avocado, <clears throat> cut it in half, take the pit out, mm-hmm. and then replace the pit with honey. Oh. And then put it in the microwave. Oh, wow. And that's delicious. That sounds pretty awesome, yeah, actually. So yeah. I, I, I made a, a at Common Pin, we made an avocado ice cream, and I loved it. Huh. And the texture is out of this world because it's already velvety from the avocado. Yeah. And then when you're whipping it in huh. ice cream, it's even better. I'm going to um, I mean, yeah. it was just like ice cream maker. I think it's like three avocados, a little bit of dairy, and some sugar, right. and some thyme. Yeah. Um, okay. Hey, let's, let's step away from uh, uh, food talk mm-hmm. for a moment. Okay. Uh, this is a question that I pose to everyone. Okay. Um, and you can answer it however <laughs> you want. Uh, and here's the question. What do you want? Mm. 
Hmm. And it could be professional. It could be social. It could be mm-hmm. personal. What, what do you want? What do I want? It could be material too. Yeah. My instinct, which I think is what people go for on these like rapid fires. I listen to a lot of podcasts driving back and forth. Yeah. And there's always like a, a rapid fire around, which right. I, I'm always like, man, what am I going to, what am I going to do? Um, uh, my immediate thought, um, has to do with, uh, harmony. Okay. Um, as far as, uh, <clears throat> as far as just like, I think, um, you know, um, just kind of like the way that things can sort of like be different, but meld together and mm-hmm. sort of be, still be beautiful and amazing. Okay. Um, whether that's socially and uh-huh. like, um, socially in like pe- people from all different classes and cultures and things like that, like yeah. getting together and getting along, um, whether that's perfect food combinations, sort of doing that. Um, and <clears throat> you know, I think just, you know, things like that. Um, I personally feel like we were sort of meant to, uh, be different, but yet be together. Mm. Um, and, um, I'm sort of, that's just something that's heavy on me right now as far as, um, as far as, um, kind of, um, where I would like to see, you know, things go Mm. and sort of, I think, a lot of our intentions behind, well, my intention behind food and beverage is because I think that's a great meeting place for those things. Yeah. Surrounding the table. Yeah. Surrounding the table, mm-hmm. eating, drinking, and right. without the TVs and yeah. the, you know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. the things like that. And don't get me wrong. I will, I will lay on the couch for three days and watch TV. That's not <laughs> what I'm saying. But, but I do, you know, when it comes to my love for food and and stuff like that. I think a lot of it's originally come from gathering of souls and, you know, yeah, getting to it. You know? Got it. Got it. Okay. All right. So you, you want harmony in your life, right? You have, yes. a, fa- you have a family? Uh, I don't. Um, I mean, I have my immediate family, my sister and my nieces and my brother-in-law and my right. parents. Yeah. Um, yeah. But no, um, just for me, um, you know, not for, lack of desire or, or trying, but it's just mm-hmm. one of those things that hasn't happened for me yet. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I, I, you know, I know that I know that when that does happen, it will be the best. Right. And, you know, and I won't be like, well, why didn't it happen when I was 27 or whatever? Yeah. You know, well, um, I mean, let's face it, <clears throat> relationships that are had in your twenties, when you're not yet a fully formed human being. <laughs> right. I know, right. You know, it's like, uh, yeah. it's transient. Mm-hmm. I, at least I, at least that's just yeah, my experience. I get that. Right. Yeah. And a lot of my friends' experiences, you know, I mean, there are very few friends of mine who met the love of their lives mm-hmm. in their twenties and, and are with them, with, with them to this day. Absolutely. You know, so. I see the same thing in friends and, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. out and about. Right. But, uh, but then we know a lot of people that are married that are completely miserable too. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> so, you know, it'll absolutely. Get, kind of want to dodge that bullet as well. Right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Okay. I don't want to welcome it. I, yeah. I don't want to welcome it into my life just to have it. Yeah. You know? Okay. If I gave you a million dollars right now and you had to go buy, go out and buy something. Oh man. Uh, what would you go get? Mm. And it's not, you can't use it for work. 
I can't use it. Okay. You can't use it for work. You can't use it for work. You can't use it to to bolster your profession okay. or, 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 you know, go out and make money with it or okay. reinvest it. Nothing. Okay. It's just purely for you. Purely for me. Yeah. I, and I, I hope this doesn't, and you have step to spend out, it. Hope this doesn't step outside the bounds. I would buy a bed and breakfast for me. Uh, no, no, because you're <laughs> serving it becomes, the public. It becomes a work. It yeah, becomes exactly. a job then, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, I like okay. that though. I mean, I like that. The, you know, Hey, you know, you'd love to have, you'd love to own a bed and breakfast. Right? I love it. Lakeland would be down know, for that. Bed and breakfast with a little farm uh, you know, garden and farm. And part of it is getting people together and cultivating the grounds, but also enjoying what you're eating, you know, yeah. enjoying what you're picking and eating and things like that. Okay. Um, but all right. So not work related, then. not work related. You can't make money with it. You can't, you know, it's purely for you because you want it. Mm-hmm. Um, tra- travel, travel, travel. Okay. Where'd you um, go? I'm, uh, first I would probably do Spain and Portugal. Ah. I'm just completely fascinated by those cultures yeah. and the food. Yeah. And uh, Spain with tapas and red wine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, staying out late and just eating and drinking. Yeah. yeah. And then a nap every day at two o'clock because oh, that's just choice. One right of the there. best things ever. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a bizarre thing about Spain and Italy is lunchtime hits and people are slamming their doors and locking them Mm -hmm. and it's ghost town (laughs) serious absolutely (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. um so those those would be first um then i do think um after that would probably be um and then i think uh, asian cultures uh, i would love to actually experience them firsthand Mm -hmm. um and then probably um Oh, I had it first. Oh, I definitely would love to go back to Italy. It was one of the best experiences I ever had. And that's especially where my love for gathering around a table with people and having animated courses, animated conversation, Mm -hmm. uh, and, and, uh, and just beautiful food. Right. Yeah. And people aren't checking watches and thinking about this or that it's, this is, we're in the moment and this is what we're doing. That's right. Um, so yeah, I think I would, yeah, I, I'd like to, I'd like to see and do it all. If, mm-hmm. I mean, if I could do that with that amount of money, which I think I probably, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Could. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Good answers, my friend. Thank you. Um, okay. I'm going to let everybody know where they can find you. Uh, obviously okay. people in town know where you guys, guys are at now. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish you guys nothing but success. Thank you. I really, really, really hope everybody goes and enjoys good time. We do uh, too. It's a fantastic name for one, <laughs> and and, right. and and the food is legit. Thank it's you good, so much. Yeah, I really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah. Thanks for coming on, brother. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you for listening to the J Che Show. Brought to you by Karate Beyond. Discipline, focus, confidence. KarateBeyond.com. Martial arts classes for men, women, and children. After-school pickup, evening classes, and summer camp, visit KarateBeyond.com.